That's what this 10-day self-kindness practice did for me. Words are power. Words are power. You have words of power. So man, that doesn't mean this process is going to be super easy and super great all the time, which is why I'm sharing this very real story with you. But I did come to solutions that I've been trying to figure out for long, long periods of time for years. So 10 days with some hurdles and some realizations. It all begins by understanding the mind. I want to be happy now. I don't care about the future. I want to be happy right now. You are not alone. You are never, ever, ever alone in this. It's helped my voice grow and given me freedom to be creative on my own. I'm Christina Barcy. Welcome to Be Bold Begin, a podcast dedicated to you, the creative, the healer, and the innovator. The topics and conversations we have here are designed to help you discover what might be getting in your way and offer you tools, techniques, and guidance to move through them. I live in the imposter's body more than I live in my own body. I don't have to feel like I don't deserve this. This is where creativity and healing intersect. If you decide to be bold and begin, you have the opportunity to feel humbled and empowered. I totally believe that. I'm a certified Kaizen Muse creativity coach, a certified Reiki energy healer, and an entrepreneur, artist, and presenter. I will share with you my experiences, my proven tools and techniques that helped me and my clients and loved ones shift and expand in the areas they most desired. This is a gentle and open space where you will hear how others are being bold to encourage you to begin your own journey or expand the one you're on. This is Be Bold Begin. Hi, welcome back. This is Barcy, your host. So today is our follow-up on what shifts you can create when employing a self-kindness practice, like the one we just did called Words of Power 10-Day Challenge. So we just did a 10-day challenge that is basically a self-kindness practice that focuses on how we speak to ourselves, the words that we say in our minds, internally, all day long, (laughs) or during certain moments of our day that um, maybe aren't so nice. And we were working on sort of becoming aware of that and then shifting out of that and creating a process to, um, to change that. So day 10, our last day in the challenge was on September 1st. So last week, and after 10 days of doing this work myself, I've had many clarifying epiphanies and actions that I've been able to implement right away as a result. And I can share with you that I was honestly not expecting that. I, I kind of had to convince myself to play along with my, my own program that I was creating. So that shows you how much we need each other when it comes to accountability. But I did do the process. I did do it. And along with you, I did the journaling. I did all of the exercises that I came up with. <laughs> so I did it with you and I want to share with you what my results were. And by the way, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, and you want more details, you can go back and listen to episode 105, where I explain what the 10-day challenge is and um, how you can do it if you didn't get a chance to do that yet. You can you can also, if you didn't get to participate and you still want to, and this sounds like something you want to do, you can still definitely do it. Just join my Unleash Academy and community and then click on the topic. There's topics that you can choose from in, a, in like the side panel. 
choose the topic words of power 10 day challenge. And that will bring you to all of the posts related to this challenge. And you're going to start with day one, and then you just begin the challenge and you'll read each prompt each day for 10 days. And I did it this way so that you can post about your journey. I did it in a way that is in the feed so that you can kind of participate. You can add in the comments how it's going for you. Even if you start way down the line, like months from now, and you're listening to this in the future (laughs) and you want to do it, you can still do it. You just go into the group and you can kind of participate that way. And you can, so you can start at any time. And really the goal is to keep doing it, but the 10 day process gets us into a system to get started, to kind of feel what can change from that. And it's going to be different for everyone based on your starting place and and how things are going for you currently. So I wanted to share a little about how having this practice has helped me in the last 10 days. And what I discovered was that the journaling was actually the most impactful for me. So just by deciding to check in with myself in this way, in addition to deciding to be intentionally aware throughout the day, which is the first step uh, about how I'm talking to myself, but really spending time sort of talking about it with myself through the process of journaling, that really allowed space for the epiphanies to form and for the awareness to come through, to come to the surface in a very sort of tangible way. So these are the things I identified that I was struggling with. This is where the awareness piece comes in. I, I've been struggling with my ability to be consistent when it comes to my nutrition and exercise for various reasons. There's actually lots of reasons for why things have changed, but it just kind of got away from me. And, and the reality is, is that what has worked in the past for me has changed. And this era of my life, I, I'm pretty unforgiving with myself. I'm it's it's an everyday battle and identifying with it on paper was its own moment of growth. I learned a lot about myself by kind of bringing it to the surface and making it a tangible thing because it's something that to be fair, I just wished wasn't happening. I would just kind of try to pretend it wasn't a problem when it was a problem every single day. I was very mean to myself during parts of the day related to this. Ah, so (laughs) it's not something I talk about. So this is interesting. I don't really share about this and this is not usually the way I, um, talk about my life on this show. So I'm pushing myself to open up even more and to share my, my, my experience with you in my own growth. So another thing that I noticed was my, my never ending problem solving that I do in my mind. So my thoughts, my thoughts just circle and circle and circle and circle all day and then all night. And they are related to what I want to get done, what I'm trying to achieve, what I'm reaching for, you know, things with work, the people in my business, the things I want to do, all like all of the things, all of the to do's, right? All of the to do's and all of everyone else's to do's because I run a client-based business And I've included all of that in my circling of thoughts. It really became difficult. It really became like a burden and almost obsessive. I couldn't turn it off. And I was literally losing sleep for months because of this. I, 
I couldn't turn it off. I didn't know how to make it stop. So the clarity I gained from this awareness practice, I noticed that it did start to shift a little. The energy of it started to shift a little. Just having those new reframes, those new actions as a daily practice was shifting and then was shifting things. And then the added journaling each day was almost like an accountability practice. It was my accountability partner (laughs) in this process because uh, I knew that I was going to have to write about what I was doing later on at the end of the day. So the journaling, that's really where I started to find more action steps for myself and get it out of the um, awareness part and moving into the action part. So I realized that I wasn't This is a big realization. I realized that I wasn't closing out my days with intention. I wasn't intentionally ending my day, meaning I would continue to feel unfinished throughout the day. So that is where all the thought processes were coming from. Like there were, there were just so many things left undone that I felt obligated to maybe try and find time later in the evening to get back to, which would just never happen. But the expectation was just always there just the rest of the night. And then the task list would keep circling around in my mind as if I could actually complete it with just my mind power, like just by thinking about it, that somehow it would get done. <laughs> and and then we just kind of go in this, this cycle, this pattern. So what I ended up doing through this realization is I added another journal practice to my day. I decided I would create a very simple goal assessment moment at the end of my workday. So I would ask myself in my journal, what were the main goals of today? And then how did it go? How did I meet them? Did I meet them? So far, each day I've been able to say, yes, I I did meet the main goal of the day. I took enough action steps to feel that that was true. And then I would declare the day done. When I was done writing that journal entry, which was very short, it's just the answer to those two questions. Then the day's done and I close the journal and I close my day and then I'm off to my personal life. And then I can make my list for the next day and just kind of move on. And I can honestly say that by doing this practice each day at the end of my day, just for this short period of time, I have slept so good every single night since I started doing this and I've been able to let go of all of these things that I obligate myself to think about and to do and to be. It's like this thing I'm trying to become, right? It's started to burden me. So this is a practice that I'm going to keep doing because it is definitely working, but I wouldn't have found this journal practice if I didn't go through a a process that held space for me and, and was nurturing because that's what self kindness is and an awareness practice there's more. (laughs) As for the other stuff related to how I feel in my body, the reframe was really working for this. So there's, we go through a process of reframing, which is part of um, the prompts. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely join Unleash and you can see the prompts for what a reframe is. I define it there and we put it into practice. So really it's just swapping something good, something nicer to say when something negative pops up that that you're saying to yourself. So I would swap out the negative self-talk 
with phrases of acceptance and love and gratitude, and it was working. I was feeling way more empowered and accepting of where I was at with all of that. But there's a twist to this story. So I added the action step of deciding to finally embrace the fact that I'm not a size zero right now and take myself shopping and swap out some of the clothes that add to my feeling shitty when trying to get ready for my day. And it was just something that I've been wanting to do and haven't done yet. And I was feeling really empowered and like, Hey, I can, I can finally go out and take myself shopping. I can honestly say it's probably been a couple of years since I've done that for very, for, I mean, COVID plays a factor in that too, but that plays a factor in all of this, to be honest. So I knew where I was going to go. I had a very clear idea of what I wanted to buy and I get there and right away I see the things that I want. I'm so excited that they, there's actually clothes that I'm excited to try on. So I start piling all of these outfits on my arm and I'm gliding through the store and I'm feeling really confident. I'm having a great time and I'm choosing the size up from what I would have chosen a few years ago and I'm owning it and it feels good. So I get to the dressing room and I start trying things on and guess what? I can't zip up the first dress that I'm in love with, by the way. It's so me. The color is me. The design is really sort of edgy. It's very me. I'm about, I'm about to go to a conference. I was like, yes, this is what I'm going to wear. <laughs> also, I wasn't going to share this part, but I'm going to share it with you. I had a, a coffee with me, an iced coffee that I was also like really excited that I like went out and treated myself with this coffee and I was going to treat myself with this shopping trip and everything was great. And then I get into this tiny dressing room with no hooks, like nowhere to hang the clothes. So I, I, I laid all down on this tiny bench where my coffee is as well. And then I realized, oh, I guess I could technically hang it on the bar above, you know, the structure of this, <laughs> this dressing room. In the process of sweeping up all the clothes that I put on this tiny bench, my coffee falls over on its head so that I can't drink it anymore because now the straw is on the ground and all the clothes fall to the ground as well, just in time for my coffee to land on top of this dress that I think I'm going to be in love with. So that happens and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I look at the dress and it does have a coffee stain on it now, but that's a dark colored dress. I'm like, you know, it's, it's coffee. I'm going to love this dress. I'm probably going to buy it. It sucks that I now have to buy this coffee stained version of it. And I'm debating like, do I want to do that? I deserve better is what I'm thinking. Cause I've reframed all of my negative self-talk around this stuff and I'm treating myself, <laughs> but I feel really guilty now that I've damaged this item I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to try it on anyway. And this is where everything goes downhill. I can't zip up the dress. It looks not the way I was picturing, even if I could zip it up, because I'm not appreciating the way it's laying on my body type, my new body type. Um, I look curvier than I want to look. It's, I mean, I can't even get the dress on, so there's that. So I start to feel really bad. I start to tear up. I start to get really emotional. 
And for some reason, the feeling that I'm that overcomes me is embarrassment. I mean, the coffee incident, I feel like I had to share because that added to my embarrassment. Now I didn't know what I was going to do. I had a big spill on the floor. Do I tell someone? Do I not tell someone? I damaged the dress. Do I tell someone? Do I not tell someone? I'm not going to buy it because I, I don't fit in it. Oh my God, what do I do? This is so not who I am to just like not say anything and not own what had just happened. But I'm my, my embarrassment, my shame is just taking over. And I start spiraling. I'm like, how did I not know? How did I not know that it has gone this far, that I'm this out of touch with what I look like and how I, and, and just where I really am at. I start beating myself up and the shame just sinks in. It just sinks in. I try on the other items I bought and, or I brought into the dressing room. And those don't fit either, and they look horrible, and they don't look anything like what I thought they were going to look like, and they're not flattering, and I hate them all. (laughs) And this just feels worse and worse because the style that I had chosen was a new style for me that I was really looking forward to to trying, and I was so sure that it was going to look great, and it didn't look great, and I felt horrible. I'm talking about it because it's I've trivialized this for so long, but it was so crushing in the moment. So all my self-compassion and self-kindness out the window, full on shame and defeat. I, I just, I, I left as fast as I could. I was too embarrassed. I didn't know what to say about the coffee thing. I just was like, sorry, bye. I went home. I cried. I thought of going to the gym to try to it replaced some negative action with some positive action. But then I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's going to be so busy. I'm going to hate that. So instead I had a glass of wine and sat on the couch and cried some more. And then I looked up health coaches and I found one and I emailed them and I am signing up. So there's my positive action, but man, I'm still in this place of not seeing the change yet. And struggling with that part of my life. And I'm trying not to like lean into the negative here and trying to lean into the action step that I'm going to take, which is to ask for help. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about showing you that there are many ways to ask for help and that there are many tools out there. And I try to do a lot of things on my own. Like I mentioned earlier, my other issue is trying to solve all the problems all the time. And hence can't sleep at night. So I'm letting a lot of this go. That's what this 10 day self-kindness practice did for me. Words are power. Words are power. You have words of power. So man, that doesn't mean this process is going to be super easy and super great all the time, which is why I'm sharing this very real story with you. I did not feel good (laughs) in this process all the time, but I did come to solutions that I've been trying to figure out for long, long periods of time for years. So 10 days with some hurdles and some realizations, it does bring stuff to the surface, but that's a good thing. That's what we want. We just need a practice, something to hold us to a process that gives us more tools to handle it. So I was able to handle it. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay that I felt shame. It's okay that I felt the way I felt 
because I did go home and then continue to look for positive action and things that would create the change that I want to engage in. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe I'll do another catch up episode on that because mind, body, spirit, we do need our bodies and our health. It's a big part of our wellness. It's a big part of our mental wellness as well. There are probably even more changes and epiphanies that I had during this 10 day challenge, but those two were the biggest ones. Those were big ones. So if you haven't done this yet and you're ready to shift, it's a really simple practice that if you're open with yourself can lead you to big transformation in your life. And if you did do the challenge, I would love to hear how it went for you. And if you don't feel comfortable sharing it publicly, like in the feed or in the post uh, within the group in the Unleashed Academy and community, you can message me directly there. There's a message option, just like you would have a DM in Instagram or Facebook or something. There's a DM option in my group as well. So if you'd like to keep it private, I would love to hear from you and, and know how it's going for you or what you're worried about or what you notice or anything you want to share with me. Honestly, you can comment on my journey if you would like. I would love, I would love some words of affirmation from you too. <laughs> so, um, that's one way to do it. And if you're feeling bold and you're feeling like you want to lift someone else up, like I'm trying to do here by being really honest with you about my experience. I would love to see what you post. You can post in the group just like you would in a feed on Facebook or something like that. However you'd like to share. I really would love to hear how it was for you or how it's going for you and what you discovered or what you're worried about or what you think you might discover or anything about your process really. So thank you so much for being a part of this process with me. I hope I get to meet you in my group, Unleash Academy and Community. You can join by just clicking the button in the show notes, clicking the link in the show notes, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Beeble Begin. We hope that these episodes are helping inspire and empower you to take your next steps towards whatever you're thinking of creating. And if you want more tools, resources, and techniques for your creative process and to connect with me directly, then I'd love to invite you to our Unleash Creative Community. Just follow the link in the show notes and I'll look forward to meeting you there. Happy creating. Happy creating.